From Yankee Stadium to our nation's capital. Robinson Cano shining in his Mets debut. The baseball season began with two loud bangs for the Yankees and the Mets. And in both openers, we saw signs that this could be one fun summer that extends maybe even into October for one, if not both, of these New York teams. Yeah, what a day. Jacob DeGrom talks about acing his season opener in just a few minutes. I'm John Chandler, and this is the Sports Final Podcast from the Bronx, where there's no hiding from expectations this season, that's for sure. So let's start there. A sun-soaked Yankee Stadium on opening day, where owner Hal Steinbrenner has now set the bar at its highest point, telling the Wall Street Journal in an interview that was published on opening day, a decade without a World Series appearance is, quote, unacceptable. And there you have it. Of course, the Yankees already knew this. They have been building towards this. That 2017 team that came within a win of the World Series, probably arriving early onto the scene. Last year's 100-win team, falling to the Red Sox and the ALDS, unable to find that late last-inning clutch hit from the teeth of their order right here at Yankee Stadium. And all of that, all of that builds towards the 2019 season now. And it starts with a 7-2 win over the Orioles. Masahiro Tanaka starting for Luis Severino. Five strikeouts, although he couldn't escape the sixth, but manager Aaron Boone says Masa gave them everything they needed. And he was not at all afraid to hand the ball to him on opening day. I always feel good about giving the ball to Massa. Uh, in, in any big situation, you know, I feel like he's, he's typically even a little bit better when it, you know, <clears throat> when it's ramped up a little bit. So no issue there. You know, once Seve was, was we knew we were going to be without him, Massa seemed like the, the obvious choice. Um, I thought he was real pitch efficient. Um, especially early in the game. I do think he tired a little bit there in that final inning. Um, you know, we weren't going to go much over 80-85 with him today. And then the bullpen did the rest. Three and a third scoreless innings against a toothless Orioles lineup, albeit. This is not a very good Baltimore team, really, and that was evident at the stadium. And the Yankees intend to beat up on the O's throughout this season. It started with Aaron Judge and Giancarlo Stanton going back-to-back for opposite field singles. What you were expecting, of course, right? I think that's a pretty good sign that neither of them went deep, but both of them figured in this opening day win. Great hitting, as Boone points out. Those guys aren't going to change who they are in their approach, um, you know, but I think, you know, they have wanted to be better situationally. And uh, I thought all three of those guys today, two, three, four, man, they really, they really did a good job of really you know, opening day comes with a lot of butterflies and excitement. I thought they did a really good job of really staying within themselves and, and just kind of setting the tone for us all day after uh, offensively. Judge was all over the bases in this opening day win. Three runs scored. He walked twice. He had two hits. And Judge joked he and Giancarlo just need to get on base for Luke Voigt, which drew some laughs. But really, who is not impressed by Voigt muscling out a three-run homer dead center on opening day? Here's Judge. You know, we had a game plan, you know, going in against Andrew, and, you know, we faced him quite a few times over the years, and, you know, he's had success off us, you know, quite a few times. I think it might have been last year, you know, his first start against us at home. He took probably no-hit game into the fourth or fifth or sixth or something like that, and um, he's got good stuff. So for us, it was just about, you know, making sure we just hammer the pitches in the zone, you know, try to really, you know, lay off the, you know, two-seamers in, you know, sliders off the plate that he likes to do because he's got some good stuff. But when we're able to, you know, control the zone and get him in the middle of the plate, uh, we can do some damage. We saw that from, from Luke Voigt, man. He you know, worked a good at-bat and then got a little little slider over the middle and was able to do some damage. From your vantage point, what did Luke's home run look like going out? I mean, you knew right away he got it. Yeah, I knew right away, but you never know. That wind was howling, you know, kind of sideways and kind of in today. But uh, with his, you've seen him work out. You've seen his workout videos, man. He's got some pop, so 
So can you measure what he's doing in such a short amount of time in pinstripes? It doesn't really surprise me just because I see how hard he works. And I see him here in the weight room. I see him coming in early to take swings. I just see that he's he prepares the right way every single day and comes here to perform. So um, when you see that of a guy off the field and you know in the cages in the weight room, you know he's going to go out there and perform on the field. So it's it's no surprise to me, man. That's that's just Louis V. <laughs> now Luke gets in the same batting practice group as Judge and Stanton, and of course, there's a little bit of healthy skepticism of Voight. Was last year a fluke? 14 homers in 39 games after coming to New York in the Chase and Shreve trade with St. Louis. It was fair to wonder what you'd expect coming in. There was the competition with Greg Bird at first base. But if you looked at Voight, especially on the workout day on Wednesday, he had a huge smile on his face as he took the field, threw around the ball, got into the cage, and mashed it. And then again, before Thursday's opener, I mean, you'd have thought it was Christmas looking at the look on Luke Voigt's face. Well, after bashing Baltimore, Voigt soaked in the opening day experience. It's unbelievable. You know, who would have thought I would be here for opening day? You know, I always thought I'd do it in a Cardinal uniform, but um, it was super frustrating. I ended up getting hurt last year, and I missed, and I missed opportunities to get called up with St. Louis. But, you know, to have that first opening day and hit home run on opening day is pretty special. Um, you know, it's something I'll remember for the rest of my life. Well, both Voigt and Greg Bird dueled for that first base job throughout the spring. And they both end up making the team because Aaron Hicks starts the season injured. So, at least for the time being, you've got Bird and you've got Voigt. One can DH, one can play first. Both can get the swings in that they need to get off to a hot start. But it didn't look like Greg Bird was getting off to a hot start this season. Three strikeouts in, in his first three at-bats. Although that outside called third strike in that third at-bat, that was a borderline call. But Bird didn't get frustrated, and Aaron Boone noticed, and the boos started to pick up where they left off last year with Greg Bird. It looked like he was on his way to another frustrating day and perhaps another frustrating season. And maybe it still will be, but he cranked a home run in his last at bat. High fly ball, deep right center, Mullins back, trap, And from the sounds of his manager, Aaron Boone took something from that last at bat. Not just the home run, but the attitude. Talk about salvaging two two strikes there in that final at bat. What I loved, he, he didn't budge. You know, I felt like he probably got rung up the time before on a pitch, maybe not on the plate, and it he didn't flinch or change his approach at all. And you know, fa- fall, falls behind against the lefty 0-2, and you know, body language approach seemed unfazed, and uh, took advantage of a mistake and gave us a nice little cushion run there. I don't know if relieved is the right word, but when Bird turned around at his locker after the 7-2 win, you could tell there was kind of a weight that had been lifted off of his shoulders. Nobody wants to look at the cameras and the microphones and the reporters and start talking about another three-strikeout day. Instead, Bird got to talk about his home run, and he got to talk about what he thought was an ideal win. How did it feel you excited to get that last Good. Great. Um, really just a good game. Masa, Masa being a magician, just doing his thing. Exciting. Um, you know, everyone played their part, and it's a good way to start. Aaron said he appreciated your approach not really changing, even though three strikeouts and on that third one, it looked kind of tough on the outside there, and yet you still came up and kept an even keel. Was it hard to do that with the way it was going? Uh, if and... there's anything I've learned, that's what you got to be. Yeah. <laughs> um, Fun game. Interesting game. Um, but, yeah, you just got to stay that way. For you, how 
I mean, what was the feeling like to get that home run, though? Great. Um, I don't really have words, to be honest. Um, just a great game by us. Um, like I said, everyone pitched in. Um, fun to see. Aaron Boone complimented your ability in that final at-bat of not taking those other at-bats with you, really just sticking to your approach and your plan. What enables you to do that? Trust. Trust in myself. Um, trust in my work. Um, trust in my coaches. Trust in my teammates. Um, I didn't get it done early a couple times, so you got to bounce back um, and, and contribute a little bit. It was nice. Um, guys had some good at-bats in front of me, and I didn't come through. So to be able to bounce back there and just help out was nice. I know it's one game, but what's the energy like in here getting a win on opening day? Perfect. Um, not perfect. I didn't say perfect, <laughs> but such a good group. Um, and you got confidence in everyone, one through nine, um, everyone on the field. Arms out of the bullpen. We got to see Otto a little bit today. Britt came in, Chappie, um, and then, like I said, Massa. But really just confidence in everyone. And, and that's um, – everyone feels that. And just it, it, you buy into it, and, and it kind of brings everyone up. You know what I mean? So, um, obviously, it'd be an opening day, great way to start. Uh, long season, but great way to start. Great game all around by everyone. Really, Greg's got a point calling the day perfect. The Yankees won exactly the way they expect to. Solid starting pitching, brilliant bullpen, and just mashing the baseball. Keep that up, and there's not going to be a reason to worry through 162 games. It was perfect. Robinson Cano also called his Mets debut perfect. Cano socks one out to center. Back goes Robles into the gap to the warning track of the wall, and it's out of here. And it really was. The former Yankee homered in his first at bat with the Amazons. He drove in the second run as well, helping to turn a brilliant double play in the third, a 5-4-2-5 double play. It was quite a day for Robbie Cano, but the home run is all anyone can think about. That's how you want to start as a team, and, you know, you're just happy to win again today. In the double play, at what point do you decide that you're going home with that ball? Well, as soon as he hit the ground board to third, he stopped, and then he start again. And I know we, we might not want to have a chance at first, so see the chance that we had at the plate, and then, you know, that's why I threw the ball over the catcher. And, uh, I mean, I've done, I done that one before, maybe, what, five, six years ago against the Tiger. But, um, you know, I, looked, I like to pay attention to every little details and, you know, so he did his tap. As soon as he gets the ground ball, one he throws the second, he starts running. And I know um, he might expect me to throw over to the play, but I think that that's, that's the only chance that we have. I haven't checked the replay, but I think that's the only chance that we have. As a veteran guy, what do you think you can bring to this group just with the experience you have? And well, I mean, the experience that I have, a little knowledge that I have of the game, I mean, I just can bring and, you know, and pass along the thing that I've been learning through my career. But, um, I mean, and I focus on only guy that's trying to be here and just, you know, be the guy that do everything. I just feel part of the team and a guy that can help the young guys and, and then help them with the knowledge that I have. And the Kanoho run helps the Mets give Jacob deGrom run support for a change. It was a rarity last season for the National League Cy Young winner, Albeit it was 2 nothing only, but hey, given the way last year went, baby steps for this Mets offense. Two runs is something DeGrom would take, and he handled the rest. Ten strikeouts in six innings. That's about what you figured from the ace. It was his 25th consecutive quality start. Here's DeGrom. Yeah, I was nervous today, honestly. Uh, I, was, I was really nervous. Um, and, you know, once I get out there, I'm okay. But, you know, it's opening day. Um, 
you want to go out there and, and kind of uh, establish the strike zone and, and, and start the season with a win. So there was some pressure on me today. Jake, we all knew what player Robbie is. Yeah. Yeah, that was impressive. Uh, I definitely thought that ball was going to first, and then, you know, I see him catch it, and then just almost like a nonchalant, you know, throw home right on the money. And uh, it would have been close turning the double play, and that run probably would have scored if we didn't. So just, I guess, I don't know, we call it court awareness, I guess, just knowing what was happening in that situation, knowing it was going to be close at first, and then seeing the runner take off and be able to make that play was very impressive. Jake, was there anything so much of it made up the way you entered today with your deal, not deal? When you just got here, you get on the mound. Were you at ease at all, just knowing everything was behind you? It was all... Um, like I said, I was nervous to start the day. <laughs> and um, it, I think just being my first opening day, um, kind of a little bit out of my routine with the traveling around and stuff. Uh, I just wanted a positive outcome today, and we were fortunate enough to be able to have that. How does it feel to be on pace for 33 wins? Feels good. Feels good. <laughs> <laughs> so, I'm sorry. Were those nerves? Why it took a little while to settle in, you think, Jake? That your pitchers did get better as the game went on? Um, yeah, I felt good in the bullpen. Um, you know, once you get out there, you know, spring training is what it is, but this is a big league baseball game now. Uh, you know, spring doesn't count, so you get a little extra adrenaline. Um, you know, I think that's kind of why I was a little off with the off speed, but then uh, you get more comfortable as the game goes on, and you know I was able to focus and make the big pitches when I needed to. It's a little different look seeing those guys without Harper. I mean, it's funny and silly, but just with the Magic in particular, it's kind of a different experience. Basically. Yeah, it's, it's different. Um, I mean, you can't say it's not, um, but they're still good hitters in that lineup. So you got to make pitches, and you know I was fortunate enough to be able to do that. And then when I didn't, I had some uh, some nice plays made behind me. Well, the Mets also won with a formula that they hope to follow much of this year. Robbie Cano driving in runs, Jacob deGrom throwing up zeros with Edwin Diaz closing out wins. Now, Cano was a big part of that Seattle deal, but Edwin Diaz, that might really be the jewel of that trade in the offseason that new GM Brody Van Wagenen was able to pull out. I mean, that trade, the ability to get deGrom signed before the season started with that deadline looming and DeGrom not sounding optimistic over the weekend, and then beating Max Scherzer and the rival Nationals on opening day, a team that figures to contend in the wide-open NL East. Along with Bryce Harper and the Phillies and a sneaky good Braves team, this Mets team figures to be right in that mix if the pitching lines up, if everybody stays healthy, and if Robbie Cano can swing a bat like this all season. Like he's 26, not 36. I know, it all seems too perfect right now for both the Mets and the Yankees. But then, that's the way a sun-soaked opening day is supposed to be. We know there will be inevitable bumps on these roads to October for both of these teams. But a pair of opening day wins, that's a heck of a way to start 2019. Happy Baseball New Year. From the Bronx, I'm John Chandler, and this is the Sports Final Podcast.